there is no limitation to your potential. So every time you grow, every time you go for more, you see the next level of your potential. Welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and the CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and I'm so excited that you're here today listening in to another podcast. We love our listeners. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you for checking in and really committing to the, the process of improving yourself by increasing your level of awareness. This is how, uh, how you do things. This is how it works. You, you increase your level of awareness and then you take action on that new level of awareness. So I hope you're doing both. I hope you're, you're listening regularly and taking different action, new action, bigger action, making some sort of shift or change in response to what we share here on the podcast. So please let us know how that's going for you. We always love to hear that. So please uh, you know, make a comment wherever you listen to this. We have this on YouTube also, so I can listen there. But anywhere you can find me on social media, I, I love getting comments from our listeners. So thank you for that. Okay. In this episode, we are riffing. I am going to be riffing off of something that came up at our last Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, where uh, uh, an attendee made a comment. She shared that she just had this recognition, this breakthrough, this awareness that she is the queen of 98%, the queen of just staying in her comfort zone, staying in that range that is good, even great, one might say, but not really excelling, not really pushing herself, not really going to that next level. And I call this the safe zone. This is the comfort zone. This is where you know you will succeed. And there's a pro and con to staying in that, that zone. And there's a time and place for doing that and a time and place for breaking through. So I want to first frame this up that um, many very smart, very highly achieved uh, women stay in that zone. They, they, they stay in a place where they know that they will achieve good results, but not even great results, but not extraordinary results. And they know that there's something more for them. There's something bigger for them. They have all this potential inside, but they're not tapping into it. They're not really challenging themselves to go for that level of more. Now there's a whole category of people in this world who don't even go to that level, who are really, the status quo for them is much, much lower. They, they are comfortable not even being in that range. They're comfortable, you know, just just not even setting goals for themselves, not even going for more. Um, in fact, they're, they, they kind of, after they get to a certain point, they, they, they kind of regress because if you're not growing, you're dying, okay? So there are people who are just playing it safe their whole life, not challenging themselves at all, not, not even in the, the upper limit of their range. They're just playing a game of survival, really. Playing a game of just getting by, of, of not rocking the ship. And, and it often leads to a lot of frustration, a lot of regret, a lot of depression, uh, a lot of lack of happiness and joy, but it becomes habitual. 
generally speaking, if that's you, there's a, and you're listening to this podcast, there's a way out and you know it and you want to go for it. So I encourage you to take the actions that I share in this podcast and really go go for more and incrementally increase your self-challenge, what you put in front of you, what you say you're going to do, small little commitments and, and going for more. Now, if you're someone who is is in that range already, you consider yourself someone who, you know, sets goals, pretty much achieves them, but the goals are not huge. This, this lesson is for you. If you, if you know you're, you're working at, um, just under your potential. So the difference is I'm not even challenging myself versus I challenge myself, but I know my, my, that my potential is so much bigger and I'm not really going for it. Okay. So those are the two, two places. And then there are the places that are uh, the, the, the third category, if you will, would be the the women who really are always on their growth edge, always pushing into their potential, always like seeing more, striving for more and going for more. And that's how I define an unstoppable woman. You know, that that being on your growth edge all the time and really, really recognizing, oh, I'm I'm experiencing my potential. So let's let's pause there for a moment and and understand potential. Your potential is infinite. There is no limitation to your potential. So every time you grow, every time you go for more, you see the next level of your potential. Now you can either think of this as terrible, oh my God, moving target, the goalposts keep changing, I'll never be able to uh, achieve what I wanna achieve, which is some sort of completion or satisfaction, or, and this is the answer for happiness, by the way, or you recognize, I want to keep challenging myself. That's the game. That's the satisfaction. That's the, the place where I get my meaning and my, my happiness, my joy, my sense of uh, self is by recognizing that I have a new uh, upper limit or a new limit, a new place where I can move into or past, seeing that my potential has actually grown. Oh my goodness. And being excited about that and going for more instead of being like, Oh my God, it's a moving target. I can never, I can never get ahead. I can never uh, satisfy this. So that's a, a perspective shift that is really super important to recognize about goals, achievement, potential, all of that. Okay. So there's three categories, people who are not growing, they are dying. People who, who don't even work in a range of seeing that they have potential and going for it, that, that they're just um, in, in a place of limitation. If that is you, start making small little commitments to yourself that you keep, okay? Keep listening to this podcast. Um, I suggest you do the Morning Mindset Club. Keep doing these incremental steps to get you to that next category of, of person, which is I, I go after my goals, but... I'm at 98%. I'm at, I'm not really tapping into my potential. And then beyond that is the third category where you're always recognizing my potential is bigger and I'm going for it. And we're going to call that unstoppable. Okay. Um, so what happens here? How do you handle this? What do you do about being in that range, if you will, of, of good or great, but not really tapping into your full potential? So First, it's a, I think it's a self-awareness question, and you have to understand how you work best. And I think, generally speaking, there's two types of people. There are people who 
work best when they set a goal and they achieve that goal and they feel really good about achieving that. And there's pros and cons to that, which we'll get to in a moment. And then there's a second category of person who um, sets bigger goals, doesn't always achieve them, maybe gets to 70 or 80%, but because the bigger goal is so big, they still exceed what they ever thought possible. And I call this shooting for the stars and landing on the moon, right? You've heard that expression before. You shoot for something bigger and you land um, at a great place that's bigger than what you thought you could do um, previously, but is not necessarily achieving your goals. So that's that's my story, right? Like when I when I was making, you know, I finished, this was many years ago. I finished the year at 138. I was like spinning out, working like in the struggle, in the overwhelm, uh, recognizing that this could not be sustainable. Like I can't double my work hours to double my income. I was already working 10, 12, 14 hours. So, you know, how do you scale at that point? And I went about studying success. And this was the the, the big liftoff point for, for my uh, real growth in terms of perspective and how to approach business and how to approach myself. And I had to do 180 on, on how I thought the world worked and my belief structure. And I, I started studying what successful people do, not just what they say and the laws of the universe. And I, and I really started to apply it. And I went from making 138 that previous year to making 700K the next year. Now, let's talk, which is great, right? That's a five times increase in income. And my goal for that year was a million dollars. I wanted to go from 138 to a million dollars. I didn't know how I was going to do it. It was like a leap of faith. I was just going to put all, go all in on it. And I, I was working with a mentor and I was changing my belief structure and tr was changing my self image. And I was studying success and I was learning the laws of the universe. And I was taking massive action consistently, immediately. I was really doing all the things and so much more, right? Um, but as you can tell, I, I, I shot for the stars a million dollars and I landed on the moon 700. So that's a 70% of goal. Now, was I disappointed? If you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard this story before. Yes, I cried my eyes out. How could I have worked so hard, tried so hard, done all the things, worked, worked my patootie off and not have made my goal? I did it all, right? Like, like wait. And then I woke up and I realized, what the frickity frick? You made 700K this year. That's freaking outstanding. But there was disappointment because I didn't make my goal. And it was such a great lesson, you guys, because I had to learn that it was okay to be disappointed, that I wasn't going to die if I disappointed myself. And so many people have a hard time setting that big goal if they worry about disappointment, okay? So there's a pro and a con to both of these strategies. The, the, the pro to this second strategy is that you set a bigger goal if you really go for it, you're going to land so far beyond where you thought you could land. The con is that you're going to be disappointed most likely because you probably haven't yet learned how to achieve those big ass goals yet. And you have to, you have to be comfortable with the, the potential 
of disappointment. Now, you don't want to go into achieving those goals with the idea that you're going to be disappointed. You want to go into to setting those goals and going after them with the idea that you're going to actually achieve them. Okay. That, that was how I did it. I did not go in thinking, yeah, I'm a 70% person. I went in going, I am going to make a million dollars this year. Now I had to recognize that there was a potential for being disappointed and and that I wasn't going to die there. So that's, so that's one uh, downside. The other downside for setting these enormous goals is that you put yourself under quite a bit of pressure. You put yourself under um, a lot of pressure, actually. And you have to be comfortable with that experience. And I often tell my clients that diamonds are made by putting pressure on coal. We need some pressure to create our diamond, to create the diamond that is inside of us, that we need some pressure to do the hard things and really understand that we have that capacity, that we're not going to die, that a little bit of stress isn't going to, um, you know, kill us really. And now the level of pressure, if you will, or stress that I can put myself under now and feel great, like fill it up, delighted, excited about life is a lot larger than when I started because I built up my capacity. So what I can do is probably different than what you can do if you're just starting out. But you have to, I have a really strong stance here that you have to be willing to put yourself under that kind of pressure to recognize that you are more capable than you previously recognized. Now, does this mean that you have to be overwhelmed all the time? No. Does this mean that you have to be in the struggle all the time? No. This means that you have some pressure and that that pressure causes you to think creatively and come up with solutions to the problems that are in front of you because you put that pressure on yourself. It causes you to become a higher level thinker, to have a higher level of awareness, to to make higher level decisions, to, to really solve problems and not allow them to limit you. So it doesn't mean, oh my God, I'm going to put all this pressure on myself and therefore I'm going to be overwhelmed and miserable and in the struggle all the time. No, it's I put this pressure on myself and I call myself to a higher level to solve that higher level problem. <sighs> Release. Feels good. Voila. You do that again and again, and you keep working at a higher level. So that's those are some of the pros and cons of, of that process. You, you will make that, that, that is the income breakthrough process, right? Now, there's pros and cons to the other way, which is setting a more reasonable goal that you know that you can achieve. Um, it's safer. It feels shorter term better, right? Because you're getting that dopamine hit of achieving that goal. However, if that goal is a long-term goal, like a year, you will not build out the smaller term goals that are big enough to reach that big goal. And you, you, and if you're a 70% person, 
you'll still land 70% lower than that more reasonable goal. So you end up um, not really making the big income breakthrough that you want. You end up going incrementally or plateauing or even slipping back. So um, there's some satisfaction of setting a goal and meeting it. You build self-trust, you build momentum, you build confidence. All of those things are fantastic. But I don't think that they're, right, they're the right things for the long-term goal. Those are the right things for the daily goals. So I teach a process of picking your top three daily goals. This is not anything I made, made up. I just took it from a, uh, something I learned along the, year, uh, along the, the years of being in business that I, that I read uh, and that it, it made a lot of sense to me. If we set our top three goals every day and we prove to ourselves that we will achieve those goals no matter what, we start building that level of confidence and self-trust and momentum in ourselves. I, I was just listening to some, some podcast, I can't remember which one, where uh, the person was saying that he learned from his general contractor, I think it was, that he was a happy person because he identified what he wanted to do in the morning every day and did it and felt good about himself and went home that feeling good about yourself. And that's, that's super important for the daily. And I encourage you for, for your daily goals and, and don't make them 20, don't make them 50. I have a long to-do list every day. It, it's more than three. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I only do three things, but I have three needle moving things every day. And those are the things that I know are gonna sh to move me forward, that will be a little bit of a stretch, a little bit of a challenge. And of course, you have to, you have to know what's on the docket for the day. If you have a day full of meetings, there's no time there to do the uh, big project work unless you create time you know, before your day starts, for instance, which I do often, okay? But you have to understand on the daily, what does done look like? What does great look like for you? Set those three things. Keep your commitment no matter what. It's 11.59 at night. It's about to be the next day. You complete those things. You do not let yourself off the hook. Come hell or high water, you are completing those things. That's how you build self-trust. That's how you build momentum. That, that's how you build confidence in yourself setting a goal and achieving it, setting a goal and achieving it. And if you do that on the daily, you it does add up to achieving these bigger goals if those daily things are actually the things that are gonna really uh, help you achieve that, that massive big, big goal. So bringing this back to this idea of being the queen of 98% or not living up to your potential, you want to set those daily goals to stretch you a little bit, not to splay you out, not to create disappointment that you haven't been able to achieve them. You have to start making better decisions for yourself about what, what's looking at your calendar, studying your calendar and going, oh, I can actually do that today and stretching yourself. If you, if you stay in your comfort zone uh, too solidly, you'll never uh, raise your, your level, raise your game. So you're gonna wanna stretch yourself even on the daily, but not to a point where you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment every day. You want to start building a habit of achieving your goals. So another thing to consider is the range that you're working in and, and 
how that's being set. So generally speaking, the range that you're working in is set by the people you are surrounding yourself with, the environment that you're, you're in. So you, if you're in an environment where everyone is, let's use a, a fitness example, working out three days a week, and you are someone who fairly consistently works out three days a week, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel on the top of your game, all good. But if you then put yourself into an environment where people work out five days a week and you're only working out three days a week, you're going to start realizing, oh, I could do more. And you're going to start working to that next level of five days a week. Then if you put yourself in an environment where people work out seven days a week, you realize, oh, I could be working out seven days a week. Or then you, you put yourself in an environment where people are doing longer workouts. Oh, I could work out longer. Or they're training for the Olympics and they're training twice a day and they, they do five different things, right? And, and so you put yourself in that environment and you realize, oh, I could be doing more. And as you can see, you start seeing the level of achievement that you are experiencing the, like, I'm doing great. I'm doing good based on the environment that you're in. Now, of course, not everyone wants to be an Olympic athlete. And so they don't necessarily need to, to make that the environment that they're in and, uh, go for, for that level of work. But if you're in business, you have to figure out what you're going for and put yourself in an environment with, where there are people who are going for more and calling you forward that are setting the bar higher. So I just had a conversation, uh, yesterday actually with a colleague and he asked me, so do you want to be a billionaire? And I was like, it's not that I've never asked myself that question, but I've asked my, myself that question in my head, kind of by myself, not really with a lot of seriousness. But he wants to be a billionaire. And suddenly I'm in a space with someone who really wants to be a billionaire and is starting to think like a billionaire. He's not there yet. And, and he was like, there's only 2,700 uh, billionaires in the world. And I want to be one of them. And I went and I looked it up later. I was like fascinated that he knew this number. And there's actually, uh, 2,750 the last I looked. Uh, so there's been 50 more billionaires. Oh my God. Uh, since whenever he, he checked, but I, anyways, the, the concept here is suddenly I'm working at a higher level. Now, have I claimed being a billionaire? No, I have not, but I'm like, Oh, I'm in a world with people who are, are setting that much higher goals, that's gonna call, that's already called me forward into to thinking and wanting to go for so much more. Uh, so, so you wanna, you wanna think about the environment that you're in. And, and when I was, was growing my business and going from the low six figures to the, the seven figures, uh, thinking about making multiple millions of dollars, much, much less, you know, I, like being a billionaire was just not in my, my, uh, worldview, much less multiple millions. So I'm, I'm using this just as an example, not as something that you need to necessarily be thinking about right now, but I do want you to think about 
who you are in the room with. And this is why it's so important to um, be putting yourself consciously in a room with people who are going for more. And that's why I run a mastermind. It's called The Spirit of Wealth. If you're interested, please go to our podcast page. It's at theunstoppablewoman.com slash listen. And you can book a call to, to talk about that uh, with us. Or you can find out more information on our website, theunstoppablewoman.com. But that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is really about this idea that you have to keep growing your potential and the different ways to do that. So I hope that you have taken away a few key uh, concepts and that you are going to apply these immediately to your business life so that you can go for more. And if you have personal life goals, that you apply it to that as well. I, I believe that we want to use these concepts for the wholeness of who we are. I use them every single day to grow my business and to, to go exponential in my business, not, not just ordinary or um, small steps. And I use them in, in my personal life as well. So I hope you do the same. That is it, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care, bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable. Unstoppable.